today, we are going to be bringing to you the rookie class, specifically tight ends. Ready. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 7 of Dynasty Logic. You've got Bobby and Tommy today. We are going to be bringing to you the rookie class, specifically tight ends. Tommy. Tight end whisperer. Shh, whisperer. I'm like, what are you fucking taking a toke over there? (laughs) Deep sleeper. Always value later in tight ends. Right. I've been living off that value later on time. This class is a little harder. Right? Yeah, we're going to talk rookie tight end. Most people are like, eh, I don't care. But you're in a dynasty league that requires two tight ends or super flex. You need to take tight ends. You know? Before we dive into the rookie class, um, a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, you know, so we're, we're talking for most of our listeners. We thank you for giving us some great feedback, especially on our Twitter account. And that is at dynasty logics so while you're out scoping around different dynasty information as some of you've already found us go to twitter check us out at dynasty logics so that's our twitter handle and bring on the questions bring on the random questions we love it as much as i know and see other things people don't i learn stuff new every day you know we trade information all the time where guys like hey i see this i'm like oh i didn't see that i'm like how about this perfect like it you know, it's great. You see things, you know, different leagues run differently. So you have different ideas and different perspectives. Like most people run Superflex, right? Or tight end premium. You know, we play in mostly two tight end required, two quarterback required. So it's not really a flex. So tight end, again, that's one of those positions where it seems to be, you know, top heavy and then, you know, take your poison about up and coming. But there is turnover. That's the great part about tight ends. I mean, We've seen, what, five or six new tight ends this year crack the top 10. Like, And you see growth in some of these tight ends. Um, and that's the key. That's the hardest part with rookie tight ends is that vision. Because sometimes they take four years, five years, six years. Um, Thomas, Waller, <laughs> change of teams, change of position. Like, That's hard to see. Like, That's hard to hold on to. So, And a lot of these guys are going to be like that. And that's the big thing in Dynasty is that's, you know, one of the few positions where if you draft and even pits, right? right? We don't have to talk about pits, but do I draft pits and think he's going to start as my number one tight end week one? No, <laughs> I don't I don't think so. If I got a plan as my two, okay, I can live with that. But, you know, don't expect him to change your franchise as a rookie because it, ra- it really happens. Really. I was going to say, so... Before we dive in on, on some of the guys, you know, being that you are the whisperer, it's been because it, it has absolutely been because of the uh, depth that we've needed to play at tight end. So we are consistently looking deeper on tight ends than than most. And uh, and when I was getting ready to talk about this class, one of the things that I was excited about was that there was a lot of quote unquote talent and then the months kept progressing and Tommy, I don't know about you, but I see three guys, four guys. And then I see some dot throws, a lot of, a lot of developmental players, a lot of, a lot of guys that could do well. And then I see some guys that may never even hit the field at all. So this- so that's where the value is, right? And most of my tight ends that I've hit on are mid to late rounds. There's only actually a, a couple I've, I've hit on. You know, Gronkowski in the third back in the day. I mean, Kittles was undrafted. You know, we've taken guys like that. Like Logan Thomas drafted years ago. Waller, same thing. Um, off the roster, but still right. You're, you're you know, later, I, right? I mean, Knox, I took I, Knox like almost bottom of the fourth fifth you know he looks like he's potential but that's a weight like you got to cut that line like okay i mean sometimes you get like a bonus with a guy like tanya 
right, who comes in and gives you, you know, a nice playable guy later in the season as a rookie. All right. But to expect that, you know, we've seen that with some of these rookies. I mean, I tell you to, if he, if he's as great as what we all think he is. And I think he is, you know, maybe he gets half of what he gets you in like in a couple of years consistency, you know, but there's no safer bet. I've seen a tight end. And I don't know. Ever, so, so. The, the tight ends, tight ends is collective um, are probably one of the, tougher crapshoots um, of the position. It's one of the reasons why, um, you know, you mentioned it a little bit earlier uh, in some of our previous episodes uh, that the tight end, you know, some of your championship rosters have to have a top five tight end. There's three. And then I can tell you that the bottom seven have waved and changed multiple times. You, there's been an influx, you know, you've had players like Ebron have bigger years. You've had players like, um, uh, who was the fucking Eagles guy, uh, before Goddard, it was, it was Ertz right there. Yeah. But you just Ertz. made my point, right? You need a top five, you need a top tight tight end because of the fluctuation on the back. That's why you'll see random people. Like that's why you see people win every once in a while. Because they might have like two top sevens where last year they had two top 25s, right? Well, they didn't have one. They picked one up and they, I mean, you could see it this year. I mean, if you had Logan Thomas and, you know, Tanya, or you picked up Waller two years ago, right? That's a jump. That's a jump up out of nowhere, right? But it's consistently you need one up there. Like the second one is a bonus. Like, um, and that takes time. Like you see the slowness, like we've seen like the progression. I mean, and that's why I always tell people we saw, we saw the same, I mean, they're not, Pitts is better, but we saw the same kind of hype when, you know, Hawkinson came out like fan mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, I need to start in tight end. I'm like, okay, in a couple of years, I'm like, you can play him now, but I'm like, he ain't going to win you anything. Like by week. Sure. But I'm like, you can't rely on a tight end. It takes, it takes time. Like, um, it do does, I think he's I locked, like that. I mean, Listen, I'm going to tell you this. He's he's. There's only two people in this draft who, if they don't get injured or decide to walk away from football early or do something stupid off the field, it's Pitts and Lawrence. Like they're not going to go wrong. Like the floor is ridiculous. Like don't overthink it. Take the guy. I mean, I've heard crazy people talking about taking Pitts one two. It's still a tight end. I wouldn't go that far because, as I told somebody who asked me about it, and I said. You can't find a franchise quarterback on your waiver wire, right? Can't, never happens, right? A tight end, you actually can. We do. We talked about a couple of them. Waller was there a couple of years ago. Thomas, you know, if people drop Gronkowski because he retired for a year, he was available. You know, we've seen those guys like come up. You know, George Kittles was very similar. Kittles, right? You can't get a franchise mm-hmm. quarterback on the waiver wire. A tight end, you can, or you can get later. You can get lucky. So I know we're not going to spend too much time on Pitts, but for Christ's sakes, everything that you're hearing about him, everything you've seen, you're making it um, anal- other analysts out there, professional analysts or experts by uh, their credence only are practically calling the kid a God before he, before he laces him up and that he can walk on water. I will tell you this. He's sharp. He's, obviously going to be drafted very highly. You know, I could see him as low as, uh, or as high as your fourth pick off the board. He's top five, but, but, you know, to your point, Tom, are you going to take him two? I don't think so. Would you, could you, you, you should probably, you would need to have a riskier, you should have a second first round pick if you're going to be doing that. With, or with an you already have a. There is an exception. Exactly. If I, There's always if an was, exception. If I'm if I'm rebuilding, mm-hmm. right, and I already have two young quarterbacks, like say I, I'm rebuilding and the rest of my roster is garbage, and you happen to have, you know, Herbert and Tua or Herbert and like Isla Murray, but you didn't really need to take the quarterback. You can, but you could afford to take Pitts because you know you're not going to win this year. That's mm-hmm. a different scenario. Like that's where our, that's where rookie drafts are weird, because the people up top, you almost they, they almost don't want to draft win now 
if you're in the middle of a rebuilding season, you want to say a guy like Pitts, not like a win now guy. That's why the, the running back thing up top is always the weirdest, funniest thing when a team's, oh yeah, I got a three year rebuild and I'm in year two. And I'm like, you're taking two, why are you taking two running backs? Like, well, honestly, this is why I don't want to talk about Pitts specifically, but the way you're picking part of that draft strategy and stuff like that. I mean, he's he's absolutely worth drafting and drafting early. Um, you know, I, I have top round seven, pick. guaranteed uh, top seven. I, I mean, if you want to sell me two more quarterbacks, I, I won't knock that because the quarterbacks obviously take priority. So I mean, I can see that, but you know. Um, Anything, anything else? So, I mean, don't so get you got Lawrence. You yeah. got Lawrence, and then you know I'm not talking. We're not talking many body else. Uh, many ball plays after that, but you know, are you going to be talking taking a, a wide receiver, another quarterback? You know, or or is it really specific to your roster? It, it, you know what? If if I'm rebuilding. Right. Or if, if I'm a contender, right? If I'm a contender with zero needs, I'm trying to trade up a pits. I'm trying to do it now. I told owners. I told you I try to trade up a your pick. Right? Oh, I know. Take pits. And, and like, to be honest I with you, if I don't, there I don't four, need I'm them. taking them. I don't afford to need them. So I mean, I I'm just, he's a lock solid guy, but if you if you're if you're gonna draft him to help you win this year, like don't. Like that's the only knock on him. Oh, oh, he has to work on his blocking. Yeah, they all do. They all have to work. Mm-hmm. This whole this whole class seems like that theme. Like so, that is a negative on the kid. But he's got the best hands in this class, including wide receivers. So don't overthink it. If you end up with you him take- anywhere in the top seven, anywhere in the top seven, I'm happy with that. That's is he it. better Mark than in, in terms of hands? Does he have better hands than than Chase and Bateman? Yes. And yes, okay. yes, yes. Yes, yes. So don't overthink it. Take them. Walk away. All right. Who you got it to? Who do I have it to? Who do you have it to? Oh, well, I got I got the same guy you do, and that's probably the best all around tight end. He's the best blocker, and that's that's our boy Pat, right? Yes, right. That's that's for your mouth, right? Right. Nothing flashy, solid tight end. You know, I laugh. Want the specs on the kid? You can give me him, but I laugh when people try to like go baby Gronk. It's like, all right, everyone goes that comparison. I'm like, so, so it's a solid you know, I've heard baby Gronk, but I've also heard poor man's Rob Gronkowski. So he's six five, two fifty eight. Uh, the kid's quick. Uh, he's agile. He's got great hands. Uh, and he's he's got, a, I believe, he's got an 11 inch hand if i heard that correctly mm-hmm. kids got paws yeah. uh so so yeah i mean he to your point tommy he is probably the best all around um tight end in this class and if you don't hit on if you don't hit on pits uh i could see him at the bottom of uh or at the top of the second round and you could still draft him there do you think he? Do you think he escapes the first? I I think he does because there's too much upside talent and win now talent. Like that's the thing is the bottom mm-hmm. of your drafts. There's usually win now teams. Like they're not taking a tight end. Like and especially this kid because like he's all around solid. Like he doesn't do anything really wrong. Like they all got to work on anything. Like but is he like the perfect tight end? Like he's the guy who's going to walk in and start week one because he can block. Right? right. He's a good red zone kid. Like. But there's not a lot. There's not a lot on them. Like there's not huge numbers. Like there's nothing out there. A lot of these tight ends, they're all going to be like that. Where you're going to have to speculate, like what you think they can do. Like you know, Gronk. No, I don't think he's that like aggressive over the top. I, I think he's. It's funny because I, I don't really have a true comp to him. I mean, I'd like to say if you took, if you took a healthy Eifert and put him with Rudolph, he's that kind of similar guy, right? He's a better Hunter Henry because he can block. Like Rudolph could always block. You know, but he, you know, this kid's a little bit more in the passing game, a little bit better. Right? Similar kind of guy, red zone guy, get your touchdowns. But in a dynasty draft, yeah, I'm taking this kid in the second round. You know, the, what I, that agility that they were talking about, he, about six yards, yak, averaged. Um, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, as we were, 
as we've been going through a lot of these episodes, I've noticed that my Collinsworth tag is, you know, with Collinsworth, it was always, now here's a guy. Well, with me, it's, it's one of those things that that's what I've, I've caught on to. So this is one of those things where his average depth of target, his ADOT, well, 10 yards, nine and a half to be, to be exact. So, you know, he's moving the chains when every time he's catching the ball. He's the second safest tight end. He's the only other safe tight end. Like, he's the only guy where I'm like, if you draft a kid in your rookie draft, I'm not telling you he's going to be great. At worst, he's a bi-week guy off your bench. Like, at worst. Like, at worst, he's like Kyle Rudolph, where he had, like, here and there a couple of games. But he's always playable because he does everything right. Like, all the little things, you get him on the field, you're right. Like, in open space, he's smart, knows how to block. You know, it's upside potential. Um, you know, he, he, what he, I liked uh, was his his intelligence to get open because there was a lot of option routes that he ended up squeaking through some defenses and stuff like that. So that's that's what I found a little more uh, a little more impressive. Uh, love a good ball player with a high IQ. That's it. That, that's it. Safe, smart pick. You know, um, you know, this is this is where it gets this is where it gets fun. Actually, I think this one's pretty simple too. Um, Oh, so we are going over to Mr. Reverend Jordan, kid out of Miami, 6'3", 245. Yes. Uh, yes. The uh, the kid, I would tell you, is is if you took Curtis Samuel and made him a fullback tight end, it's this guy. Right? He's not what a tight end is, but the kid's like a slot receiver who can block. Like not the greatest blocker, like more of a chip blocker. He can learn it. If you played H back, you can end around hand it to him. Like I don't know how he ended up being a tight end. I guess he's a little bit thicker, but this kid's a slot receiver. Like he's a guy in motion. You could use all. He, he's a nightmare problem. Like if you use him around, like he's just a jacked up, you know, slot receiver who can take a hit. Right, blocking. Eh, that's a theme in this class. He's not gonna block I got, greatly. I got a name for you. Yep. Clay Harbor. Who? Clay Harbor. You remember Clay Harbor? I remember Clay Harbor, yes. So those are those are a couple of the comparisons that I'm starting to see of them. And I just I thought it was funny. Um I could see it. Um Man, you know, Clay especially Harbor. when you wow. when you're starting to Clay Harbor, really. Especially when you're starting to talk uh. your hands. You know, looked like he could. He caught some great balls, but then a lot of little knucklehead plays where the ball just hits the yep. hands and comes right back out. Harvest envy. So, Catching is not fluid. Route running is great. Speed's great. You know, you want to you want to call him Harbor. I'm. He could be Zach Ertz too. Right? Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of potential. He's that kind of tight end. Like, can you teach him how to block better? Yeah, absolutely. But he's not going to like. You're not going to leave him in there and just pound the rock with him in the tight end and not throw him the ball. Like he's a guy you can move around and you can do stuff. Yeah, his hands. Does he? You know, sometimes body catch a little bit. Yeah, but this kid's route running, his quickness. You know, and he's a mismatch. Like now, like once you get him outside, you know, you can't put a corner on them. So you know, I think he's a matchup. You know, nightmare hybrid tight end who can do a lot of things for you. What do we love about? about ball players, uh, especially dynasty ball players, we love pedigree, right? So guys who can get on the field. Well there's that too. Just can get so, to the field. I mean you can probably put them on special teams. So um Reverend Jordan's uh father's actually Daryl uh Jordan who played for the Falcons. Oh my in the nineties. That's, so, that, that's how old it's become where all these people have weird kids and then they become so, good guys. I like them even better now. So there you go. I love throwing better. little factoids every once in a while. Uh, what school was he out of? Uh, the U. The U, right? The U, right? Used to produce a lot of really good tight ends. The same. I so, tight end you. Used to be tight end you. So uh, I, I, I think we've <laughs> we're hitting our stride. Um, yeah. So this is where this is where I think you and I are going to start to um, deviate a little bit, okay? Potentially on the on the number four. Okay. Um, I have the kid out of BC. Yep, yep. The kid Hunter we have Long. to talk about. Yep. Uh-huh. Going to talk about him. Yep. Uh, 
when he doesn't get frazzled, when he doesn't get hit too hard, and when when football doesn't become too tough, Hunter Long's a great tight end that could catch. But the second he gets hit, the second uh, a, a linebacker sticks him, the kid gets confused and forgets how to play the game. So, um, you know, if you want a soft tight end, go grab yourself some Hunter Long. You want you want a ball player? Go elsewhere. He sounded like a great wide receiver for a while, like a kick returner if he had some speed. He's done a great. Just don't touch him. You're all right. Just don't touch him. Just don't touch him. Um, you know, his defense, I mean, he wasn't used a lot. Like, they don't really – it's not like they rotate tight ends about in BC. They're not really that explosive, and he doesn't really like – there's not a lot of body of work to him. There's really not. Do I think – again, it's funny because he's in that similar mode. It's the only reason I'm going to bring him up. But he's like similar where he I think at best I think at best he's Kyle Rudolph. And at worst, he's you know, he's he's the blocking number two tight end on your team. Catches a couple of random touchdowns. I think the blocking come in, he's a little light he can fill in. I mean he's six five. He could he, he had a good season. The problem is there's no sample at work. Like you're you're saying that, but like he doesn't have the volume to really put some of those bases together. So if you extrapolate and double a lot of those plays, those stupid little things that you see wouldn't mean as much if he had you know, double the, the targets or the carries or the touches. Whereas he's, other gone, up to, it, he's <laughs> gone up for contested balls. Um, you know, he, he's, he's definitely one of those inline classic tight ends. Um, which is funny. Me, again, and you, me and you see him differently. Me and you see him a little differently. I think <laughs> you obviously don't like him at all. I actually, I actually think he's solid. I think his bigger. He, he can't separate. I got, I got, he can't separate. I got my separate. biggest problem is that he plays the game fucking soft. So soft so, in the secondary and the second level as a receiver, he's soft. No one. So couple things I've heard um, and, and seen. Once once you hit the kid. You know, he he just buries himself for the rest of the game. Uh, you can you can knock him off his knock him off his game, and he'll stay off his game. Now, I, I just think that's mental toughness that you can eventually fight through, especially as you're starting to get a little more acclimated to the game. I've defended him long, and I've defended him long enough. I honestly, I would, I'm not, I wouldn't take him in a draft. So I. I literally just try to defend him a little bit because you were ripping him. So I, I'm good with that. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be drafting him. He's one of those guys. I'm like, I'm all set. I'm, I'm good. There's other guys later who have way more upside. So, yep, there you go. Move, moving on. Moving <laughs> Move, on. So I'm going to let you five. take that torch from here. You want me, you want me to take the, 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 the number five guy? This is where it's This is where it's like, oh, you can look at all kinds of rankings and all kinds of projections and see all kinds of weird stuff on guys. But I think I'm going to go the guy I like later, like the guy I like later on, who's, you know, the small school kid. So small sample size, you know, one year of real productivity at Central Missouri. And that's Zach Davidson. The punter? The punter. Yeah. I mean, kid did punts, (laughs) did a a kickoff, did a kick return for a couple of passes. I mean, he did a little bit of everything for you. I mean, what do you want from the kid? You know, and then. You know, I mean, you watch, you know, the highlights you can find this year. I mean, it's kind of funny. It looks like, you know, the kid in college who went to the junior high school and decided to tranche all over people. So you got to extrapolate that, but you can see the skills, you know. Six, and, seven, 245. Yeah. Right, the yeah, kid's huge. Yeah, he's huge. It's great, you know. <laughs> you know, obviously, small school, obviously, that's a concern. But, like, you know what? This is a kid I like later. I mean, most people, you know, wouldn't talk about him this high. But again, value and potential. Like this is a guy I can take later that maybe some people don't know. There's a similar upside, right? He's this, you know, uh, this kid's getting drafted in the NFL. Yeah, I, oh, oh, I, he, oh, he's getting drafted. I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, the the kid's been All American multiple times. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, he is somebody that I'm I'm with you on. Very intrigued by. Um, I, I yeah. think he's got the, uh, he, be, he's right? got the, he's got the raw, he's a, he's a wait and see guy. He's got one I, knock on him. He, he, he's got no competition cause he went to a D2 school and he only did it for one year. Right. Other than that. Well, that's I mean, why I think he's a wait and see guy because I think, 
you have to, for somebody who's that raw, you've got to get at least one year. Like maybe he gets practice squad of the first year. Uh, you know, he's definitely going to get drafted. It's just a matter of where, where and how he plays. And if, if tight ends are the true waiting game, I think he is the truest form of that where he's going to be a two to three year tight end before you actually see any, any results out of him. I I think that's true. It wouldn't surprise me if, if similar to what happened with Tanya, where this kid played second half of the season would learn it that quickly, right? If all went well, if all went right, right? This kid has the skills and the ability to slide in there for a, a smaller role. You know, if the team trusts himself. In, in, a, in a rookie draft, I'm taking this kid all day. <laughs> I mean, he has the upside. You know, he, like you said, the only knock is you got no competition, small school, one year sample size. It's a tight end. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the shot here. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to argue that stuff. And to argue. And by the, by the way, he, he is my number four tight end. He is my. He's your number four. four. He's my number four. Well, that shows you how much I'm taking the guy. Yeah. All right. Um, that, you know what that tells me, though? That tells me that you are going to be banking pretty deep on a lot of wide receivers and running backs as well in this class. Well, I don't need a tight end. So. So. <laughs> Value later. You can, Like I said, there's, there's a few guys we're going to mention right here who you can get in you know, the last couple of rounds of your draft. Just take, a, just take two of them. So I think you. this might, might bring yep. us over to uh, – the kid out of SMU, uh, Kyle Granson, is that Granson. is that who we got Granson. next? Had, that's he, Granson's the guy. Uh, he's another guy, very similar, right? Nothing you know, really. Well, what do you got on Granson? Go ahead. Well, it's it's not much, and I think this is where you know I am approaching uh, Dothro Sleeperville, like you know, six round uh, six round prospects that I'm, I want to watch. Uh, the kid sharp. He's a front blocker. Um, and get vertical up the seam. By the way, it's that's who really... he is. It's the only reason I like him because he can block. He's probably the second or third best blocker in his whole class. Right? Yeah, right? but he he's quick enough to go up the field and block as well. So, especially when you're starting to see swings and and you know screens and stuff like that, I think you can you can see him get being utilized well, yeah. a little bit differently. And that's why I think he's even worth talking about because if he couldn't block, like we would not even mention him. But I think no. the fact that he can block will get could get him at least a backup spot or a potential because the teams will be like, all right, he can block. All right, good. Like that's fine. And he's actually the only guy left we're really going to talk about who can block. Um, you know, so that's honestly that's the one thing I love about him. That, other than that, uh, I'm gonna bunch up a couple of dart throws. Uh, in a couple of minutes, but yeah, I want to see what you oh, you want me to keep going. Oh, you, right. want, oh, you, want, you want my last guy? You want my last I do. guy? You want my last guy? All right, all right. This is well. No, I got one more. Well, is your last one guy more. one of my doctors? Well, I'll tell you this. I honestly, on my tight end board, I got two more guys. Right, one of them is Matt Bushman, and the other one is Pro Wells. Right? Yeah. You, you, Tell me about Wells because I Wells. know absolutely nothing. You could find some uh, high school basketball highlights if you look deep enough. Um, so that's where I like the talent and the ability. Um, kids raw, right? I mean, you can see the size. About at this point, is raw. You can, you can, you know, you can see. I mean, you know, six four, two forty nine. You know, you can see it. But that ex basketball type, and he's actually the only guy really who has that kind of, you know, possible Antonio Gates, right? That. That oh all right you have the size and the frame I could probably teach you how to play tight end right and then you'd be a problem right this kid again dynasty tight ends you're gonna take years so you're gonna sit on this kid but you know he's got that kind of raw you know ability to do that you know and he showed flashes at TCU so is he worth a shot yeah at this point in the draft. you know I'm taking guys like him I'm taking a guy with 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 raw talent who's an athlete. Right, who has the size, right? At tight end nowadays, that's going to get you on the field, right? The old boring eye block tight end, blah blah blah. Like you really see that, and in fantasy wise, you don't want that guy. Like you don't really want. Like you need a guy to either score touchdowns or he's going to get you, you know, sixty catches. Right. So you know, I just see this is one of those kids who late. Yeah, I'm taking the guy. I mean, I, honestly, I think I have him like sixth or seventh on my whole 
tight end draft board. I mean, that's because he's got the biggest upside on the back end of this draft. Well, yeah, I he's got a cool name. Where... I mean, there's a guy named Pro Wells. I mean, <laughs> if I'm taking a doctor on a guy to make the pros, I mean, I can't get more than Pro Wells, and he's better than you know the guy you think has the best name in this tight end draft guy. But Pro Honestly... Wells is a pro. <laughs> Not get down. Right now he's there, going to the pros. Some, he's going to the pros because his name is Pro. That's it. There are are some really good names throughout this draft class as a collective. Oh, yeah. But Tommy Trembles out of Notre Dame, that kid I think has one of the best names in the draft class as a collective. Um, I mean, that'll, it's, be twi- that'll be the Twitter question, by the way. That's tough. <laughs> Tremble or Pro Wells? No, no, no. That's tough, man. That's tough, man. That's, 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 well, that's a that's a tough one, but yeah, yep. So Tremble six four two forty eight. Um, to be honest with you, you know what I love about the kid is that he is he's probably the best blocking tight end out of this whole class. Um, and I I say that because he just fucking buries anything that's walking in front of him. Um, to that point. I actually think he's going to become a fullback. Um, I don't think he's going to become a tight end. He's um, or stay a tight end. I definitely think he gets changed into a different type of ball player altogether at the pro level. Uh, but if he ends up becoming an H back um, or gets thrown into um, two tight end sets, why do you see? Why do you, why do you see him changing to? A, I mean, he's six four, right? Two fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Half the half the guys we talked about are, are basically that same kind of size, right? I mean, that's pretty much. Why, why would you think he'd go to, to fullback? I mean, that's that's what Wells is six four two fifty. I mean, different different uh, player, totally different player. I was gonna say, but the the way the kid blocks and the way he comes out of his shoes and ejects linebackers, I think he's got the raw materials to be, you know, another. You know, whether it's fullback or an H-back, I think he's going to be getting utilized in a way that run run first, pass second. He's going to be block first. You'd be right on maybe. the, you'd be right on the money like like 20 years ago. You'd be right on the money. But how many teams use like a fullback? Right? And you're right. This is two tight end sets, goal line back, right? But this is a kid you put out there when you have, you know, say you have a pass catch you tight end, right? So say you take Brevin Jordan. Right, and he's he's the he's the tight end who wanders around a little bit. Well, I'll take Tommy Tremble and start him and lock up that corner because I know he can block that blitzer on the corner. Right, this kid's going to play tight end for that same reason. It, it, no, like so, he's, he's for that same reason. So That's why he this kid's going to be drafted because he can is block. He going to be playing tight end like Drew Sample? Is he going to be that type of a tight end where he? he I mean, he could be. He, you know, he absolutely Seth, could be. Seth Duvall, you know, these, these are tight ends that are great blockers. He could be. Absolutely, and have hands, but don't end up becoming that that next that next tier of tight end. That's, so that's it. That's his floor, right? So the ceiling. Oh, he's hit. He's hitting right? the. He's absolutely hitting the field. Right? right. So those are two different guys and two different ways you look at it, right? Tommy Tremble is a blocker, so he's going to see the field because the kid can block well, right? Does he develop enough where he can separate, run a little bit of routes, maybe catch goal lines consistently enough, right? Or the opposite, a guy like Pro Wells, right, who doesn't really look like a tight end ex-basketball player, right, but you can see the upside, right? You can see, like, oh, if I teach him a little bit how to block. In the new NFL, you don't really have to. You can hide that guy and learn how to chip, and he just comes off, and he's a, he's a nightmare mismatch because he's an athlete. Can I teach him how to run routes and do this? Yeah, maybe, right? Similar to, you know, they're very – you know, similar dart throws, right? There's your version of a tight end who's going to block, but he could, you know, get some pass catching skills and could be, you know, red zone kind of guy. Absolutely. Do I think your comps are kind of right for his floor, right? In the right situation, maybe he could, you know, be a goal line guy, you know, but the same opposite with Pro Wells. Like he can't do the stuff that Tremble. Man, if you took Pro Wells and Tommy Tremble and built one guy, he'd be better than Pitts, right? That guy would be better than Pitts, right? <laughs> be tough. Well, what would we have to call him? We'd have to call him Pro Tommy Tremble Wells. Like I mean, that would be the greatest thing in the world if you combine these two guys because they both are missing what the other one kind of has. <laughs> but if you could teach him one or the other, but that's the point in the draft where we are in a two tight end league, right? 
Now we're like, all right, which one do you like? Right? You like the blocker or you like the athlete? Okay. Well, right. I, to be honest with you, I actually have um, Tremble behind the kid that I'm getting ready to get uh, mentioned. Kid out of Ole Miss, another 6'5", 240. Um, Kenny Yaboa. Yep. Uh, so it sounded like you were about to vomit. So why do you not like the guy? Um, you know what? I, I want to be scared because I want to call him like the boa constrictor and like be afraid when he comes off. But like, there's just nothing that stands out. Like there's, I, he does like a little bit of everything, but everything I've seen, he doesn't do anything really great. Like every time you're like, wow, he does this well, he'll do that bad. And you're like, oh, okay. All right. Well, so he's got potential to do all this stuff because he shows flashes. But then I see, you know, bad blocks, late aggression, little lackadaisical. But to see, you know, again, he's a guy like if you whipped him into shape or he got right mentally, yeah, I think he has a talent, but he doesn't show anything that I'm like, huh. I almost so have to let teach me tell him a little you, bit of everything. Let me tell you why he stuck me. out to me. When I heard the words Anquan Bolden, and this kid's name mentioned if he can actually get go through the right pro, uh, process, go through the right coaching. We're talking tight end here, right? Uh, I, receivers, right? Loud, loud and clear. Oh, but, all right. Keep selling me then. So, Yaboa isn't going to become a a tight end long term. I he may become another uh, project wide receiver because the kick catch. Uh, go out for the contested ball. He was another punter. It's another uh, fun fact. We love those fun facts here. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, right there. I don't know. I, that, that might that might hurt my guy. Now that you said that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his route running is solid, um, and he's big enough where compete with uh, compete with the linebackers. So you know he's going to be one of those undrafted kids. Uh, maybe maybe sixth or seventh round. Uh, if he does really well, um, but he's certainly worth mentioning uh, for projects. I mean, we're talking about a kid like Yabo. That means that means we're at the end of the draft, and you know, now we're looking at projects if they hit. I mean, how many projects do we get fascinated with uh, on a yearly basis that don't end up mounting out to to be much of a player at all? So this well, is yeah. one of my this, my potential this, projects. This is this is the this is the patience. I'm like you know, and we're mentioning a lot of guys that we like. Um, that I said I I like you know five or six on my on my board, right? But there's a lot of guys who you know are ranked and people say are better and higher. They're all very similar. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in this draft, you know, for tight end wise that we didn't mention. That are very similar, right? They're 6'4", 6'5", 240, 250, can't really block well, or they block, can't really catch well. Like there's a bunch of those guys in the right spot. I mean, you know, you know, Trey McKitty, I don't really love Quentin Morris. I'm intrigued. By I don't really McKinney. love I'm more intrigued by Morris, and I don't I didn't see enough of Bowling Green. You know, all similar kind of guys. Like those are very similar kind of guys. I mean, you know, and Grayson you know about John Bates. Cool Grayson, I think he's similar of the bunch. Like, you know, and I took Grayson as the king of the bunch, and I'm not saying much. I mean, you know, the kid of Virginia is six seven, solid, but like I didn't see anything that, you know, makes it out. I mean, you know, I mean you can go deep. I mean, that's the thing is size wise, six seven, two thirty-five, it's Trey Barry out of Jackson State. But again, didn't see enough of one thing better than the other, where, you know, Davidson kind of showed, you know, a little bit of everything in the package. Um they're they're kind of the same. I mean, Bushman's very similar. Uh, Bateman, I think, is very similar. I think there's a lot of those similar kind of guys that do like a couple of things. Bateman or Bates? Which one? Oh, Bates. Bates is the tight end. He's okay. the other. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. out of. Uh, I forget where he's out of now. Uh, I can't remember now. I mean, Bateman is. I mean, there's two Notre Dame tight ends. There's, there's some. There's, I mean, people laugh. Like you look at tight ends and and rookies and rankings. Like you know, you'll find like the top. 5, 10, 12. There's like 30 of them. I mean, do I think 30 are going to get drafted? No, probably maybe 12. Maybe. But there's a bunch of guys who 
you know, a back end, you know, flyer shots in the smaller schools. Um, we just like the one. I mean, Bateman's another guy at Boise State. Like, you know, he he's he's you know six six two fifty five. Like flashes. They all show flashes of like, okay, they you know you could have contributed, you could have that, but he didn't see enough volume. Didn't contribute a lot. You know, he he, he contributed some as receiver, but he needs to improve his receiving. Right, he needs to improve his blocking. Right. I mean, and that's who a lot of the, I mean, that's just, that's Bates, but that's who a lot of these guys I just talked about are, right? And that's the thing with tight end, right? There's a lot, you know, coming out of college with tight ends, and that's why it takes them a couple of years, whereas this new, like, inpatient thing, and that's the dynasty trick is, like, if you have patience, you know, but you got to hold on to a tight end for three or four years because you're going to have to teach this kid how to block and how to receive. And the ones we like earlier, we talked about, like, all right, I only got to teach him how to receive, like, run a route. Or I just got to teach them how to block a little bit better. Like some of the guys I just mentioned, right? They don't really block real well. They don't really run crisp routes, right? So now I got to teach them two things, right? It was got great hands. He can't run a route. Like he can't block. I'm like, okay. And I think there's a lot of those guys. And if they're, you know, if they get in the right system and they learn those things, absolutely. The sky's the limit. I'd rather take a tight end who has to learn one, you know, as in Pro Wells, who's basically like, you know, a talented athlete who can jump up, go catch the ball for people and teach him how to block a little bit and run a route. Well, your boy, Tommy Tremble, same thing. Like, all right, he can block. I can trust him. I just got to teach him how to catch. Then teaching a guy to do both. Eh, that's a little doubt throw. I, I don't, I don't think you need, but they all have it. I mean, they're, they're all very similar. Unless you like one of these guys, you have obviously interest in Bates for some, you like Bates. I, so the only reason why I brought him up, um, he was the one tight end that produced at the senior bowl. So, uh, caught two, uh, two touchdowns, had three receptions. Um, specifically, he was ripping through linebacks and safeties and did well. Um, so, that was between McKitty and Bates were kind of my, my last projects of the project bunch uh, that I'm intrigued by. So Yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if you told me and, you, you know, you had them above, like, like Granson, like I have Granson in that same group. And honestly, like I, I couldn't even tell you the real reasons why I picked Granson over an else. There's something I saw. I forget. There was some highlight I saw that just gave him the edge, but I think they're all similar. That whole tier is similar, you know, and I think that's now, what why you're talking he, about is the eye test. You're not going to be able to see this with stats. You, no, you know, that's, but let me ask you this, right? Right. Mm -hmm. That group I just named, right. You have Tommy Tremble before them, right? By name and by name alone. I have them all right around the same same area. I you like Tremble for his. I, I would take him? Tremble out of anybody out of anybody in that class, uh, in that grouping rather, um, okay. because I think he's going to block his way onto the field, and he same has a reason. better shot at the field. Same reason I'm taking Pro Wells over him all. Right, that's the point we're just trying to drive home. Right, because you got to mm -hmm. teach him one thing, not two. And I think all these other guys you got to teach him too. You know, and that's and that's that's just tight end class. So, if, if, if my advice, if like if you can't get pits, right, which I would advise if you really need a tight end, go trade up and get pits. Right, if not, I'm doubling up. I'm doubling up. Whether whether I'm taking you know, free and Muth in the in the bottom of the second, and then you know Pro Wells in the the, the sixth to seventh. Fine, or I'm taking one of the fourth and one of the sixth, but if you need a tight end, this is almost a you know double up two dart throws. But either way, either way, I would advise you to take a tight end in this draft class. In your rookie draft, take one of these kids. Right, that's the rule of thumb. Anyways, you should always take a rookie tight end. Always have one on your team. Like you just never know. Like maybe you believe something that I didn't. I mean, we laugh about it because we were talking about Logan Thomas years ago, and everyone laughed at us. All right. Right. Well, and how many times did did he fall on and off our rosters, and you finally put him back on your roster at the right time? Because you and, yeah. you kept looking, you had that watch list going, and you know this yeah. is what it's really all about. And you just so, see stuff that other people don't, and it's like cool. I mean, same thing, Darren Waller. I mean, I drafted him as a startup when they drafted him as a wide receiver, and he was on their practice squad, and people thought I was crazy. I'm like, I'm, I don't know, it's, it's the talent. I'm like, this kid's got like he's just got it. They don't give him a chance. Like, and that's the thing about tight end. It's like such that patient game of like waiting out. That's why I always take a tight end and every rookie draft I've ever done. I always take it. I always take a tight end. If I don't draft one, he's one of the, one of the first couple of free agents 
after the draft when free agency opens up. I'm like, I'll take a dart throw. I'll take two dart throws. When you say you don't need them, that's when you need them. I mean, it happened to me last year. I mean, I had, I had Kelsey and Kittles, right? And then lost Kittles. And then that affected my roster huge with my rest of injuries. And the guy who bailed me out was Logan Thomas. <laughs> and everyone um, laughed when I picked him up because I didn't need him. Not only did he talent bail you out, he, he delivered and <laughs> helped you win a couple of games too. I won a bunch of games. You know, what was he, top five, six, seven tight end, right? I laugh. He's still disrespected. There's no, there's no ranking list that has him in the top ten. I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, he's gonna do oh. it again. He'll be a top ten tight end again. Watch, guaranteed. Oh shit! I mean, when I was looking at the the tight end rankings out of this class, going against uh, current tight ends, and again, I, I brought up the fact that everything that we're hearing about Pitts is that he's supposed to be the next fucking. You know, walk on water, fucking God as a tight end. He's just the best and prospect coming out. I mean, that's that's ag- what he is. Agreed. You know? And so, this is yeah. where you overhype everything, and this is where yeah. you have to have to take a little bit, take a little bit off the top every time. Well, you got to listen to. I will tell you this before you continue. If you want pits, this is the cheapest you'd ever get him is trading for the pick to take him. After he gets drafted. And this is, it is it, this is the cheapest, right? This is that's it goes to Hamlin Lawrence. This is the cheapest you're ever going to get him, whatever you're going to pay, right? So that that's what we're saying. That's it. Go ahead. What else you got? More so, randomness on tight ends. Pick your no, boys. No, I, 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 I just uh, the only thing that I saw was that he's ranked a little bit lower than I was anticipated, and uh, and and to me. You give him a year, and all of a sudden he's blowing it off off the charts. He's so. he, he's in that talent group. I mean, he's the head of the talent group, but he's he's lower. You know, he's in that crew where you know that Irv Smith, that Hawkinson, Noah Fant. You know, he, so you can see similar situations where it might take him a couple of years. Like, would you take him over Fant? Yeah, I would take him over Fant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can play. Fant take him now. over. It depends on the question. that's a loaded question. If I need to play a tight end and win a championship this year, that's a different scenario. Like that's different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, then I'm I I might have to think about playing someone to start to help me win games. Mm-hmm. But talent wise, if I don't need him or if it's in a startup, yeah, I'm I'm taking him over Fan. I'm taking him ahead of that group that he's with, that Hawkins and Fan. You know, even that I'm taking him over Gasecki. Like that's the group he's in, right? All talented upside guys that we've seen. You know, some progression. You know, yeah. I mean, in a startup. Five, right? Is he five in a startup draft? I could, I, I could have no problem. Maybe even four, right? In that situation, yeah. You know, in a rookie draft where I don't need him or rebuilding, sure, you could. You know, he's that high. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'd love to do another, another complete um, dynasty draft all over again. You know, startup draft. I, I, I think. You know, just like everything, you you keep learning more and more over the years, and um, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm due for another one. Yeah, they're so much fun. Everyone loves them except a guy like me who's like, "Hey, run another startup, run another dynasty league." You know, to do it. Oh yeah, now let's get two, three, four, five. Let's just get more dynasty rosters that you can not only have to participate in, but then commission. Oh, fun, fun, fun. I wasn't fun. asking you to do that. Did Said you hear no those come out of my mouth? It's, it's not asking. It's all rhetorical. You'll sell me one day. I'll get this league. It'll happen. We'll call it like Dynasty Logics, Fantasy Football. You're going to sell me on it. It's happening. Trust me. Trust me. That, that's what happens because I love to do it too, right? So you sell me on the love and you sell me on this <laughs> and then I'm a sucker for it. And like, I'll run it too. And I'm like, I have a problem with it. Like, it's a learning experience. This is how we got you know. to this point. We've been talking football for years and now now here we are talking about it on, on the podcast and yeah. – and we're even getting some love about this. So, I mean, I'm going to keep doing it until the love runs out. Yeah, I don't see that I mean, coming anytime soon. Nah, man. You know, we keep finding random things, you know, and 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 that's the thing is you got to look at a lot of these guys, especially rookies. Like, that's where a lot of the logic that we talk about, you know, especially when you talk about eye test and logic, you can pull up numbers. A lot of these tight ends, like, there's, there's no offenses in the college that focal point on a tight end. So you got to extrapolate a lot of stuff. And like we talked about, you got to see, hey, do I want this guy who's going to teach this or this guy? And obviously landing spot, like that's going to change some of these guys. They land in a really nice spot. 
But do I expect to like start one of these guys week one? No, I'm not starting any of these one week one. You know, there's, you know, so, I mean, that's all you're looking for. So I test, use different evaluation and you'll find value. You know, that's how I found value over years in these rookies is like, okay, everyone's got this guy four. Well, people laugh because I'm like, okay, I get Davidson and Pro Wells higher than everyone else. That doesn't mean I got to take him in the middle of my draft. That just tells me, oh, man, I can get better value and like slide back because nobody wants to touch these guys. And then I can take them both. Like I'm telling you this value on the on the dart throw that everyone's taken. It's vision, right? It's chess, not checkers, right? That's that's tight end. I agree 100%. Now I'll leave my last thought right here. And it goes with don't draft Michael Ignew. Years ago. Years ago, I drafted a Michael Ignew because I thought he had all the specs. (laughs) He had all the specs. He was that guy who who was supposed, you know, I was supposed to outthink fucking everybody. You're right. Yeah. Actually, the the only thing I would change about that statement is just don't overpay for a guy like that. And that's what we're saying. Like, if you like someone later on, a couple of these guys, go take them. Like, you're going to have to wait on them. You know, I mean, like I said, it all depends. I've done this. I've been lucky with tight ends over my dynasty career because I've never drafted a tight end because I needed one. So that gives me ability to take one at value and to be wrong or to take one higher. But that's the thing about tight end is like, it's the one position I found that you can't really take for need because it forces you to take a guy higher, like the guy Bobby just mentioned, than you wanted to because you had a need and you saw the talent and the draft. And I'm like, you took him in the second, third round when I'm like, okay, I could have taken a similar shot on a similar talent later in like the fifth, sixth round. You know, well, you know, you know that Mac Jones trash debate, right? Okay, I could take him three rounds later. I like value. So I'm going to take value. And I think there's, you know, potential extrapolated value depending on what you like in this draft you know that's all i'm saying you know rookie tight ends chestnut checkers Tom, that's it Tommy, you didn't say trash right you, you said oh, trash that's everyone it's everyone's response to him i don't like trash what <laughs> trash or his last game well his last game was terrible without all his weapons yeah i don't like him he's florida like literally those are the most comebacks i get on that dude every time i bring him up he's trash same numbers as jones and he can run yeah he plays with florida Last game was trash. He's trash. Okay, that's fine. I only got value. Okay, all right. Take the shot later on. Right. That's all I was saying. You know, and have fun and pick the rookie you like. Right. Especially the tight end. Go get a guy that no one knows about. Right. Be the be the guy still by the guy like me. Take a pro Wells, Tommy Tremble. Ah, you know what? Maybe you're right because they're a funny name and your guy name is. T- I might have to steal Tommy Tremble from Bobby because his name's Tommy. Like, you're not even my guy. <laughs> But I might just do it for that reason, right? And I might be right. Like, that's what we're saying with these tight ends. Like, that's honestly what we're telling you. Like, find a weird reason to take one. And sometimes I do it. It hits all the time. Like, why did you choose? I'm like, I don't know. Got a cool name. Or he did this. I'm like, ah. You know, because they're very similar. I named them off. All those tight ends are very similar. I'm like, okay. So it might be the cooler name, right? It's probably why you took Tremble. I took Pro Wells, right? Those are two perfect examples, right? <laughs> and, uh, 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 and, uh, and that's it, right? That's all we're gonna. That's that's what we're gonna talk about tonight, and we're gonna walk away going, you know what? You know, you need the well to be a pro, right? You didn't like that one. Have a great night. A good one, Pro Well, right? Well Pro, Well Pro, right? Remember, greatest tight end, Well Pro, right? <laughs> Later. <laughs>